With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. One thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show, but at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, what you think? I need for me. I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is dead in sports. sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide dead in sports. This is Ken. Um, just wanted to let you know that the audio you are about to listen to was recorded with my phone. FIFO and I were at the studio and we just started talking about the Kawhi Leonard trade or not trade, but the Paul George trade and Kawhi Leonard signing with the Clippers. And um, I figured the conversation would be good as they tend to be when we have our discussions about basketball. So I wanted to release it for you guys. Um, also, we are aware and have been discussing the CP3 Russell Westbrook trade that just took place um, tonight at the time of this recording. And we are making plans to get together uh, Sunday to record our reaction to the trade that went down. So that is a bit of a programming uh, update for you. But um, but yeah, so um, Rick just wanted to drop in. Like I said, it just let you know that this is not the clean, pure audio that you li- you're you're accustomed to. But it's a pretty good conversation, and um, and that's it. And counting towards the end, you'll hear um, as clients start to come in, and I had a session that night. You'll start to hear people come into the uh, into the studio, so things get a little bit more difficult to listen to. So. Um, and at that point, we were getting ready to wrap up, but I uh, just wanted to let you guys know about that. So uh, enjoy the conversation, and we will get the thoughts and opinions of B and uh, Mr. Disrespect, um, you know, soon. And we'll get that out for you guys. Until next time, I'm out. Peace. Fact a little bit because you know there was rumors they were trying to get him to go to uh, Miami. I think Miami tried to get him. Demarcus. Yeah, it wasn't Miami, but they convinced him to come there instead. Mm. Um, and I forgot about the AD connection that I thought about. It's like, oh, I can see that, you know, because they play so well together, and he's mm. still trying to get himself back right. So, um, but yeah, I, I I thought they were gonna get him regardless. So, yeah, Kawhi pulled a fast one, bro. Kawhi, man, that that shit was crazy. Yeah, he did, and man, I I, I didn't see it coming. Like, I, I I think that if they didn't get Paul George, I think he probably would have went to the Lakers. I agree. I, because here's the thing. And then I was surprised that Masai rejected the trade of PG and Russ to Toronto. Yeah. Like because because and the, I, I take Russ over Kyle Lowry any day. That's number one. 
number two, you're getting Russ and PG and Kawhi, right? Because like on a long term deal, because mm-hmm. I would have given Kawhi the, the the max. I would have given five year max. So yeah, that's I, I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, you know, shit, you got a whole bunch of money coming off the books next year. There isn't a lot of free agents. I don't know if they have their own draft pick um, in terms of Toronto. So I, 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 don't, I don't know what Masai's plans are. But, you know, if you're going to trust any brother, it's going to be him. Yeah, yeah, you will. I don't think any of the leaks, leaks that they put on Magic Johnson hurt their chances. Mm-mm. Not the way they, they said it was. I think he really was waiting to see if they were going to pull off uh, the trade for Paul George. And, mm-hmm. you know, and they did. Because um, that was, I mean, it, I think that was the thing that shocked a lot of people. When you look at the deal, you were like, Paul George, who mm-hmm. just signed a four-year deal, all of a sudden going there, and then it all made sense. That's why it took so damn long. Mm-hmm. And then did you also hear what um, Chris Broussard was saying in terms of Kawhi finding his voice like, Kawhi was mad at the media saying, oh, yeah, you know, Thursday, he's going to, around 6 o'clock, he's going to give his announcement. And he was like, on on purpose, he was like, nope. He said, Friday, nope, I ain't doing it. So he Uh, he just did everything, like, on his own time. Okay. And then did you hear Skip's position? He was like, oh, Kawhi's fucking up the process. Um, You know, he needs to let the Lakers know and all of these teams know where he's going to go as quickly as possible. Nah, bruh. I got how much time to sign? Not right. I, I I can use all of this time if I want to. Now, if that fucks up another uh, organization, that's on you. Go ahead and make the moves. Don't wait on me to. Exactly. The organizations made their moves inside their, their players. Mm-hmm. But it was the organizations that didn't have a shot at him. So it, it made sense for them to go ahead and, and make moves. And probably the players that were out on free agency, they didn't have a chance of getting or they didn't even want. Mm-hmm. So, no, nah, I, I, I like that he went against the grain. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these guys had already made up their mind. They knew where they were going. But Kawhi was like, no, nah, I'm going to take my time and I'm going to just chill. And, you know, the media is throwing stuff out there. So I'm going to pull a fa- like you said, pull a fast one on it on them and not announce when they think I'm announced. It's like they they wrestle control back from the media mm-hmm. in, in terms of their announcement because so many things you know, started leaking. Or people were just making shit up. Because Jalen Rose, like, how did he get that? Somebody somebody set him up. What happened? He said that he was 99% sure mm-hmm. that Kawhi was going back to Toronto on a two-year deal. He went on record, on Get Up, and said that. Mm-hmm. 99% sure. So I'm sure, pretty sure he saw that. That may have pissed him off. Based mm-hmm. on what you're telling me, mm-hmm. so maybe that ruined the the Raptors' chance. So maybe he was, I and mean, he was like, "Nah, I'm not going there." Mm-hmm. You just never know, man. But yeah. you don't, you don't. And you know what? At the end of the day, I think this was the best move for the NBA, for Lakers and LeBron and AD's legacy, Kawhi's legacy. Obviously, going to the Lakers would have did more for the league. Obviously, this would have been the only big three. In the NBA, mm-hmm. and you're talking about a, like a crazy. You're talking about three out of the top five. You know, I, you just give the Lakers the, the, the championship at that point. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think by him going to the Clippers, bringing Paul George with him, there's so much balance, so much parity in the NBA. You 
You re- there, there's literally like 10 teams that can win the next year. You don't know who's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think the Clippers are the favorite. And it's not because of You think players. so? The defense, bro. Like Beverly, Leonard, George. Just think about like how perimeter-centric the game is today. And those three guys switching on people? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. A defense, you make a really, really strong argument, and defense wins championships. We know how the cliche go. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the, the rosters, mm-hmm. I, I take the Lakers roster, man. I'm going to tell you this. So, so you, you heard this first, Ken. Montrez Harrell is going to have a monster season. The man is hitting threes now. Where? Uh, Summer League? Nah. He, you know he don't play Summer He's a vet now. Um, if you go on YouTube and just look up Rico Hines, R-I-C-O Hines, H-I-N-E-S, mm-hmm. it's a dude that runs um, open gym for very high-level uh, college players, former NBA players, and current NBA stars. Remember a couple years ago when I told you that um, uh, it's a Blake, Blake had a jumper, he played at Rico Hines. Okay. Damn, who did I tell you last year? I told you last year somebody was going to have a big jump, and they did. But um, but Montrezl Harrell is getting uh, the invites to go play at these uh, runs. And when I tell you he's consistently making three, he, the way the Clippers are structured just from a personnel standpoint, they're going to be a problem. Because obviously Beverly hits threes at a high clip. He's not a volume shooter, but you know, obviously in rotate when the ball gets on rotation or whatever, and somebody's gonna be open, he's gonna knock that down. Yeah. Obviously, PG, Kawhi. You talking about Montres Harrell now, too. And then remember, they still have Zubak, you know what I'm saying, which is a baller. Like they 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 just have they have a lot. They have a lot. And the thing is, is that their defensive firepower, I think, is going to overwhelm a lot of teams. Now, here's the thing. With the Lakers, right, as good as Montrezl Harrell, can't nobody do nothing with AD. And I think that's what's going to be the difference in that matchup. However, and then I don't think that Beverly, Kawhi, or PG individually can do anything with Bron, but all three of them, you know what I'm saying, just keep throwing bodies at them. That's a difference. You're talking about the two best six, seven, and up wings and, and you know what I'm saying two out of the three the third person is Clay but you're talking about like offensive defense I don't know man that's gonna, that's gonna be tough man that's gonna be tough it is but when I went through like the the now that the rosters are pretty much finalized mm-hmm. and LeBron's playing point now alright Patrick Beverly you out of here um who's the two Danny Green will probably pull um you know of course he's a spot up shooter Mm-hmm. So, you know, he'll cancel somebody out, whoever's starting to. Uh, the three would be Kuzma? I don't, so I don't know what the starting lineup is going to be. I've seen where Kuz is in the starting line. I've seen him where he's not. To me, if you're going to ask Braun to play PG, right, I think that the lineup need to be Braun, Danny Green, Kuzma, uh, AD, and Boogie. That's how big that you talking about the 76ers. At that All right, so who gonna uh so then if you go to center Zubak against Boogie, nah. Harold against Boogie, nah. AD, Paul George can't check him, Kawhi can't check him. AD is 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 the is the X Factor because he he's the one guy that the Clippers don't have an answer for. Right. So and I think LeBron playing the point gives him obviously the the height advantage, even though Patrick Beverly wouldn't guard him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they'll probably put Kawhi or they mm-hmm. put Beverly on Bradley or yeah, Green or something. Yeah, but I still think it gives them some flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know why they're playing him at point guard. I think they may just be fucking with people because this seems so random. Because you got Paul. I mean, Rondo. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see the need to but play him at point thing. unless you want to get Kuz in the lineup. But I don't. First of all, I don't understand why they brought Rondo back. The man can't shoot. It's not like he's going to be able to shoot. Yeah, well, because they didn't have Bradley at the time. They didn't have Bradley and... No. So I think Depp, I think it would be good to have him. I think I like Rondo back on the team. I like Rondo. I just don't know how great of a fit he is there. You know what I'm saying? At least, not from a, not from a starting perspective. Like, I would not start Rondo. Rondo's not a starter. He shouldn't be a starter. Uh, I think he knows that. I think he because and I, he didn't show out last year when they brought him off the bench. So I think he'll be okay with that. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> but you know, I, I think Rondo is aware of where he is in his career, and he can play defense. So I think he'll be, you know, a good fit for them. And okay, I'll put it you like this: It's not even starting. The- Rondo still feels he should close. It don't matter where Rondo starts. You think so? You think yeah. he thinks that? Yeah. Last five minutes of the game, he feels he should be on the court. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Because that was his. That was his. That was the problem at point guard between him and Lonzo. Because remember, Rondo got hurt. Lonzo started closing games, and Lonzo got hurt. But during that time, like Rondo felt a certain type of way about not being on the floor. Yeah, I didn't know that. But he, he sh- I mean, well, he can't feel that way about yeah, LeBron, LeBron now. Um, but I can see if, depending on who they decide to keep on the court in the last five minutes, I think his defensive presence would be good out there to have him out there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this this LeBron at point guard, like to go back to your – well, I, I think it will I think for him, I think it will allow him to rest. I think it puts him in a spot where he's most dangerous with the ball in his hand, coming up court, being able to make plays, attacking where where he, he sees um, he can attack, rebounding, pushing the ball on, on the break, um, and being less he, – he won't have to really focus on scoring as much, especially when you got AD and you got Kuzma and you got Boogie. So you can slow the ball down with Boogie when he plays himself back in the shape. And then you got AD, so he can really be a facilitator. He can be magic. Agreed. I think that this is more of a playoff team than a regular season team. Just how they're constructed, right? Like, mm-hmm. we know that LeBron understands tempo, time to score, right? Right. I think outside of shit, maybe CP, but obviously CP's playing with James. Um, maybe Dane. You know, there's there's a few guys that can control Temple, but nobody can control Temple like LeBron does. And LeBron knows, like, whenever he has an advantage or whoever else has an advantage, he can get the ball to them. Mm -hmm. So I think that in the playoffs, the size is that that's where you're going to see the the difference. And I think that that's where it's 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 going to be more advantageous for them. But I think in a regular season. Some of the smaller, quicker teams can outrun them. But I think in the playoffs, when it does get slow, 
and you got a lot of big bodies between AD, Boogie, and Braun at their positions, I I think that they, they can go far. Um, I think that the Western Conference Finals is going to be both LA teams, mm-hmm. which is going to be crazy because there's literally no traveling. Like, everybody's going to be at home. Um, but... You know, Portland got a lot better, man. They did. Portland got a they lot did. better. They did. And now they got Hassan, too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you talking about Boogie, shit. Nigga, Hassan, baby, motherfucker, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you playing with dudes like CJ and Dane, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as he says one of them pick, what you going to do? You going to blitz Dane now? You, you, can't, you can't blitz Dane now. Mm-hmm. You can't blitz Dane now. Now you got Ken Bazemore out there. You got Nazi a little out there. You know, so they upgraded, and then uh, Ronnie Hood coming back. So now Ronnie is going to play a bigger role. I think he should be in the starting lineup. You know, so it, it, it's it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting. I'm excited. Have you been watching Summer League at all? No, I haven't called any yet. Mm, there, uh, the Hawks got this guy. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Serbe or... Uh, I don't know what the fuck. He hit six threes the last game he played, bro. And when I'm talking about Steph Curry type three, not like the off the dribble. I'm just talking about in terms of range. Range, okay. Bro, he was like six out of eight, six out of nine from three. I'm like, oh, man. I don't know if he's going to make the roster or not, but I like them. I like them. I, I think they can develop him. Um, I haven't seen none of the rookies play. I've seen Zion. He was like four out of five or four out of six before he hurt himself. Yeah, I saw that. And they were, yep. <laughs> yep, all dunks. Like, bro, look, man, he translates, bro. He going to get them dunks in the NBA. And he going to put a lot of motherfuckers on posters. That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, shit, he was made for the NBA. Yep. Like, the because the, when he sealed, um, I think it was his first basket. When he still got in the pass, mm-hmm. turn around, gam. Yep. The, the, yep. The steal that he got from Kevin Knox. Mm-hmm. Another one was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's an NBA player all day. Yeah, like you said, translate. Like, I, I saw it. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he looked like he had been playing with them. His, <laughs> yeah. Like an NBA player. Yep. Yep. Knox has stepped up. Uh, Knox is ready to. And here's the thing about the New York Knicks fans. You didn't get a big-time free agent. That's fine. Look at the young roster they have. You got at point guard Dennis Smith. At the two, you can plug in um, who they just dropped. Who's the lefty? Um, I can't think of his name. RJ. Mm-hmm. Um, at the three, you got Kevin Knox. And at the five, you got Mitchell Robinson. And then you just uh, got Julius Randle. That you're starting for. He's a 2010 guy. Dennis Smith, you know, he's mid-teens, six, seven, eight assists a game guy. You know, dumb athletic, top five in, in terms of athleticism per position. Um, RJ, obviously number two pick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He looks a lot like <clears throat> James Harden. Kevin Knox, from a shooting perspective, looks way more consistent. We'll see it over the course of 82 games. But the Knicks got a a, a good young squad. They do. Give them a little time. Give them give a little time. And I don't know who this other dude is. Uh, he, I, I can't even say his name. What team? Uh, the Knicks. But some guy, he, uh, he's a four. He's an international player. Ig, mm. Ig's big something. Mm. But, um, but, you know, he's looked like the best player on the Knicks team uh, so far. So he, he's looked good out there. 
So, um, so yeah, in terms of young talent, mm-hmm. they got it. They just need to nurture it and, you know, and let it develop, mm-hmm. you know, the three to five, like, like mm-hmm. you've been saying. And then go from there and see what you got. Trade whoever you need to trade. But, yeah, they, they, they're, they're promising, man. Um, I think they just – they put their uh, – put all their eggs in one basket and became disappointed when they didn't get Katie mm-hmm. or uh, or Kyrie. But they're, but they're fine. They're, they're good. They, they yeah, because it's different than when they drafted Frank Nicolina. Exactly. You know. Exactly. exactly. And Or what's the what's the other guy they drafted? Who, Ronaldo Balkman. Yes. Like, exactly. you you can you can tell, like, okay, nah, they ain't, they ain't it. Mm-mm. Nah, but they, they, got, they got a legit – look, Mitchell Robinson is a top five shot block in the NBA already. Already, second going into the second year, mm-hmm. um, you know Julius Randle is proven. Yes. What, 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 um, what's this? His third or fourth year now? Which is crazy because he was an well, Magic didn't draft him, but he was another Laker pick mm-hmm. that can play mm-hmm. and that they they just well, couldn't well, hold. They, well, they knew that they couldn't pay him if they wanted to get Bron. No, I know that, so, but it was just in terms of their their ability to pick yeah, draft picks over the last couple. Yeah. They they've actually been pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he you know he got hurt, and you know early on it it was hard to tell. But you know, like you're old saying, three to five, and once he got in that window, mm-hmm. that was it. So yeah, he, he's 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 gonna be good there. Yep, yep. He he fits the young core because you're talking about a power forward that can get the rock, push the ball, make mm-hmm. good decisions, finish. You know what I'm saying? So you got a guy like Dennis Smith that can hit threes, create, attack the basket with reckless abandon. Same thing with RJ. Same thing with Kevin Knox. And Mitchell Robinson is a finisher. You know, So it, it, it fits a nucleus. They have a, a nice nucleus. They just have to be patient with them being contenders. It, it, they'll get there. They just got to be patient with it. Um, bro, Ta- Ta- Taco looks like an NBA player. He didn't I, get drafted, though, did he? No, nah, he went undrafted by the Celtics. But, um, man, there was this one player I forgot the team they were playing against. Tried to take a charge on Taco. Mm-hmm. He had to leave the game, bro. <laughs> the game. Taco was trailing. And whoever was handling the rock gave it to him. He took his two steps and went to go. Bro, he's so big that this was like he – I think he – I want to say he was like a two-guard. The, mm-hmm. the person I was trying to take the charge, right? Taco just raised his leg like this. It was all up in do. It was like all up in here. All up in here. Wow. Dude. And dude flew. Like, cause you, all right, so he was outside of the restricted area. He took the charge. He flew past the stanchion, bro. Damn, that's crazy. I was like, yo, he, like, it took a while for him to get up. He got up. He was on the sideline. He was like this and shit. He was like, nah, bro. <laughs> he couldn't even stand up. Okay, he was like this. I'm like, damn, bro. Damn, bro. That, man, that's a big motherfucker, man. And they have been talking about him, you know, being a trap pick, mm-hmm. so... Uh, who else? Oh, Bruno. Uh, what, what's Fernando? The, huh? For the Hawks? Yeah. Fernando? He made a move. I said, nigga, is that a center? Yeah, man. He got the ball in the perimeter. He did a pump fake, dribble, boom, crossover, pull up. I said, who is that? They they yeah. were they were talking about his his potential, man. Like he was a he could be a steal. Yeah. He could be a yeah, steal. Man. So that that was another good pick by the yeah, by man. the Hawks. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, he he fit he fits what they want to do, bro. And then, um, who the hell were they talking to? Who was I listening to? You know, somebody from the Hawks organization, and they were talking about how basically how they want to pay positionless basketball, 
And um, DeAndre Hunter only worked out for the Hawks. Mm. Like, like that was the only team he wanted to play for. And the Hawks was like, yo, that is He wanted to play for the Hawks? He wanted to play for the Hawks. He, DeAndre Hunter and the Hawks were like, it's too good of a fit. And also that the Hawks knew that they needed to get a wing defender if they knew that they wanted to compete for championships down the road. Um, and originally, obviously before this GM came in, um, that slot was Torian Prince. But obviously he's been, you know what, a year and a half under the yeah. regime. And it was like, he's not it. So let him go, move up in the draft to go get the guy. And then they they said that they always liked Cam Reddish. They didn't think he was going to be there at number 10. But when he fell to them, bro, I, I'm telling you, man, watch. <laughs> the Hawks are going they're, they're, they're to be, once all of the pieces, figure, because obviously John Collins done figured it out. Trey Young has already done figured it out. Once DeAndre Hunter, Cam, and um, their big man Bruno, mm-hmm. once they figure that shit out, I, I just I, I don't know who's drafted more firepower than them. Like that's a lot of firepower. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh... with Huter. Like I said, he's disposable. I, I, I don't see him at this him. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they can get rid of him. You know, I, I like him, but. Um, yeah, he might be there just maybe one more year as a transitional period for DeAndre and Cam and him, but after that, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. But no, I'm, I'm so excited, man. So excited. Um, let me see what other rookies. Obviously, Bowl Bowl hasn't played. They, they're holding him out of Summer League. Which I'm I'm interested to see what he looks like against bigger competition. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, who else? Who else is there? I haven't seen Darius Garland play. I haven't seen him. Are they? Because I know some of them aren't playing yet. Because some of them haven't signed their rookie contracts. Okay. Like Tyler Hero just signed his rookie contract today, um, which the timing of it is very interesting because. When you sign your rookie deal, you can't be traded for another 30 days. Right. So that means by him signing today, more than likely he's not going to be part of that rest deal. Miami wants to keep him. I like him. I like him. Too. I like him. I like him too. I just, I don't know what his ceiling is. I, I, I got I to see more of him to kind of understand, like, what's he going to, like, is he going to be, uh, who's the white boy that played for Philly now he's in Indiana? Point guard, uh, Con- uh, not Connaughton, McConnell. Oh, uh, not TJ McConnell. Yeah, TJ McConnell. Like, is he just a TJ McConnell? Is he Drogic? Like, like what? Like, what is he? Like, I, I just I don't know where is he Delhi. Like, I like what? What is Tyler? Nah, he, he got, uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but he definitely looks like he has more game than he has than more offensive game so. than TJ and Delhi. I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like that's his floor, but what's his ceiling? Yeah. Is it beyond Drogic or is it right at Drogic? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't know how, how good he can be. But, no, but I definitely think he could play. I definitely think he could play. Um, yeah, this whole Russell Westbrook thing, man, this, this is crazy. <laughs> I, I know. And I'm, I'm glad as soon as, I'm glad they just didn't take that shit. Like as soon as they got rid of Paul George, they were like, "Hey man, get me out of here because y'all y'all tripping. I don't even want to be here. I, I committed to you guys. You guys committed to me. 
And just like that, you trade away Paul George. Mm-hmm. Like I thought we were trying to win. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I like the fact that they were they were like, I, I don't want to be part of this rebuild. Yeah. It ain't cost too much money to be part of the rebuild. Yeah, exactly. Russ, contrary to what people think, like he does want to win. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'll put it to you like this. If OKC wouldn't have lost how they lost, number one, and if OKC would have made it to the second round, I don't think they trade PG. Mm. I think that that PG trade, because the OKC didn't have to do it, but I think that they did it because, think about it, Russ is is a true superstar in the league, right? Because by right. himself, he proved we can make the play. We ain't going to win no damn championship, but I get you to the, to, to, to the postseason. Right, yeah. When you add a PG, that's supposed to elevate you. And it did it for two straight years. First round exits both years. Year one, I get it. Trying to get everything acclimated plus Carmelo, right? The baggage. Mm. Cool. Next year, PG has MVP caliber season. You know, Russ kind of gave him the reins. PG got a little hurt. Russ says, okay, cool. I'll put back on my cape. Then they get to the playoffs. Right, Russ, and, and as much as I like this, and I think, uh, who says it? Is it, um, I want to say Steven Jackson. No, Matt Barnes says it. And I agree with him. It says the things that make Russ great are the things that hurt him. And he he takes it too personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he can get outdueled. We saw Dame do it. We saw Dame outplay Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm saying Preston, I'm sitting here back to back, like, okay, cool. We didn't give up that much to get PG, this, that, and the third. We haven't got past the first round. Like, what are we doing? First of all, we're cap-strapped. Mm-hmm. I can't make moves. We're not going to have high draft picks. Fuck it. Let's go get five unprotected draft picks from, from the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if it's going to... So, Russ going to Miami is going to be counterintuitive for OKC because they own two of Miami's unprotected picks. Mm. So you don't want to make Miami better because you want them to be ass so that we get higher draft picks from them. Um, obviously, but you still want to do Russ Asana. If he wants to go there, then you got to try to figure it out. But to me, from OKC standpoint, I send them to the Pistons. I, I, I would send them to the Pistons. Let Miami be ass with Jimmy Butler. Because think about it. Miami is only going to be marginally better. They're going to be at right. seven seed yeah. with Jimmy. That's it. You add Russ there, you're talking about six, five, four, possibly three, depending on injuries, right, to other teams. But all that being said, man, if they can get another two, maybe three draft picks for Russ, shit. Bye-bye, Russ. Love you. Thank you for all 11 years, but... And I think Russ will be gone before the season starts. Oh, yeah. No, you can't go into the season with yeah. him on the roster. He'll be gone before the season starts. Just like when I said about AD. You know, I'm like, bro, there's no way that we go into the season and AD still. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's just certain things that don't make sense. And maybe, maybe. So, so maybe OKC wanted to avoid that. Um, avoid Paul George, you know, causing a stinker. Um, so I think 
But he's under contract for two plus one. I know, I know. What, what, where with them? Well, OKC. Okay, yeah, but at the same time, I think I think the deal just got to a point where they just couldn't turn it down. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it, that's that's what it came down to. Yeah. Because, shit, who the fuck gives up five unprotected first round? Picks? And then on top of that, these dudes only. Like you say, he has, he's on two plus one, and so is uh, Kawhi. Mm-hmm. So what happens if, like, you never know, injuries? Mm-hmm. What happens if this whole thing don't work out Does or you don't even win? Yep. yep. You know, that could easily happen. You just, the basketball is is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So you just gave up your whole future. You got to take that gamble. Yeah, you do. But you do. And, 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 and the re- okay, so look at it from this perspective. We gave up five draft picks for Kawhi and PG. <laughs> you know, True. You know what I'm saying? True. So when you look at it from getting those two guys for five draft picks, go ahead and take all of them. Young. I mean, that, that's a good framing. <laughs> like that'll make that'll make it make it a little bit easier to swallow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. if you look at it just PG for five picks, you're like, God damn. And technically, that's true because Kawhi wasn't coming without PG. Without PG. So, That's just a fact. Exactly. And, and, you know, to me, at the end of the day, look at the window, right? Like, you you, you legit have a guaranteed two-year window, right? Zubak, I want to say he signed for three or four years. Mm-hmm. Pat Bev signed for two or three years. Um, Lou Will, I don't know where, where he's at, but you got to keep Lou Will, right? Like that, that's your third big that, – that's your, that's your that's, scoring points yeah. right there. Um Shit, who the fuck else? Who the fuck else? Uh, who did they just resign? Manchester Harrison on a rookie fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? I think next year they're gonna have to pay him. So I think they'll let him play. They'll let him play this year, and then they'll probably let him walk because they're not gonna be able to afford him. But either way, like their window is really two to three years. But isn't that most teams' window? No, it it, it, it depends. It depends, right? Like it depends on how young you are. Like Philly's window is bigger than that. Philly's window is bigger than two years. But think about it. They've been competing no. for the last few years. This is their third year really competing for a chance. So Golden State had, what, a four-year four year, four, year four or five year? Yep. Um, and that got extended when they got KD. KD. Yep. Um, Miami had four years. Yep. Cleveland had four years. That's that's a little different. I mean, LeBron had four years yeah. or whatever. I mean, but... Um, but yeah, it, it, it's hard to have more than a three-year window. That that's extremely difficult. That's extremely difficult because think about the majority of the teams that that you named. Like you either have to have multiple free agents that sign that are very high caliber, or you got to draft one or two guys. That are pretty high and Boston, Boston had two. Um, but the reason why I bring that up mm-hmm. is because I'm looking at the contracts that have been signed. Mm-hmm. Katie, Kyrie, they're three to four. Mm-hmm. Kawhi, Paul George. Three. Two three. Plus two plus one, so mm-hmm. three. LeBron's on a three-year contract. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is syncing up with, like, LeBron's mm-hmm. last year. Um, AD, like, Kawhi could legit, after his contract is up with the Clippers, bounce and come to L.A. when LeBron leaves. Yep. Yeah. So, and if that happens... In a ma- Okay, so... so, so, so imagine, and then you playing with... Man. So imagine if Kawhi does win a championship with the Clippers... Mm-hmm. His contract's up. He goes to the Lakers. Obviously, if Kawhi wins, that means LeBron never won, right? True. Comes to the Lakers and then wins. Bro, you talking about this? This motherfucker been the, the best guy on four championship squads. You talking about the Clippers, the the Raptors, the Spurs? 
and, and, and now possibly but the Lakers? Are Shit. we okay? Right. So that all could very very well happen, especially with Paul George there. Mm-hmm. Um, but are we overhyping and overselling Kawhi? Nah. As a winner, uh, let's look at his championships, though. Okay. With the, with the Spurs, we know he went one and one, mm-hmm. um, and his free throw cost them that game. It did, and but, but, it, but it was more he, Ray Allen than than than. But Kawhi. he and Manu missed the missed free throws and, that would have sealed it. And and Tim Duncan missed like an offensive uh, putback. Like he was he, he did the, yeah mm-hmm. he did the the bunny they were calling mm-hmm. it at the time, but he was on a championship team. He wasn't a focal point. His second one in Toronto, mm-hmm. we all know if KD's healthy, that's a whole different situation. True, but 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 when we're starting to examine and analyze and, and putting that overrated tag, that means that they didn't perform at a certain level, right? Like we hold them at a certain esteem and they didn't meet that expectation. I'm not saying he's overrated. I'm just saying that we're we're people are Give him a lot of credit that he deserved, but he was in good situations. But here's the thing, though, and, and I want to say this was Steven Jackson that said this, and I agree with him. Championship, the basketball gods have to smile on you to win a championship. That's a fact. Because let's be honest, and, and I know the Golden State lovers, they'll say differently, but if Kyrie didn't get fuck a Kevin Love, if Kyrie didn't get hurt, go to say one won that first one. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And then, let, 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 come on, like, every, 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 every championship team, or even teams that make the championship round, something had to happen along the way that was in your favor. You know what I'm saying? At least one thing. So, for Kawhi, like, what, what went in his favor, right? Like, the shot against Philly, and then yes. getting hurt. Right. That, that, two things? And, and and one was really major. One was just skill. One one was just kind of fake. And, and you know, I mean, and Golden it goes back to what you were saying. Golden State they did perform, and but their run were yeah. I mean, it, they took advantage of injuries to key players on other teams. And and look, we call Golden State a dynasty, and they took advantage of injuries to key players on other teams. And, and and did we discount their championships? Nah, we say well, I'm not discounting. I don't. Want, I'm not discounting his championships. I'm just wondering if we're we're <laughs> you face the wounded team mm-hmm. like uh, uh, they lost Clay too eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, when he goes to the Clippers and Paul George comes along, everybody's like, "Oh man, title contenders," mm-hmm. and I'm saying. I don't know just yet if they are because I haven't seen him go against a fully healthy team. Even Philly was wounded. Embiid was was. I, I think Embiid he was he was hurt for about three games, sick for about three games. But he that, but, that, but, but, but you know what though, man? Like Jordan is iconic for the flu game, so I I don't want to hear that. Like in a regular season. Take your time off. You didn't have a good game. All right, cool. We got another, you know, however many. What center performed at a high level when they were sick? Uh, It's probably a little bit easier for guards. And Jordan was probably in in better shape than Embiid. I'm not making excuses because they still took him seven. It could have been a different series if he was healthier than he was. And I don't want to call Embiid a liar. 
you say you hurt, you hurt, you're you're sick, or this, that, and the third. I just, as a basketball player, like I've played um, sick before. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't necessarily my best game, but there's there's other things that Embiid can do because mm-hmm. his skill set says he can do it that he should have done to 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 make sure that they would have won the series because he was the one guy that there was no true matchup for. Okay, yeah, you got Mark Gasol, big body, but Mark isn't is Mark isn't the same Mark Gasol of Memphis. So Philly won six, lost seven, right? Because they were down three, yep. two. Yep. But the six and seven, we know was a, a lucky shot or not a lucky shot, but well, part luck, part skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it part was luck, both. Part skill. Yeah, yeah, it was luck and skill. Yeah. Like, that was um, and like but, Jay-Z said, when you play with skill, good luck will happen. Yeah. Like that's exactly what happened. But as MB got healthier, you can see them compete a little bit more. But nevertheless, again, like Steven Jackson said, I think it applies. I'm just I just don't want to Kawhi hasn't proven himself to be LeBron yet. Or unfair. KD. Okay, so so this is why he gets the two-way tag. Is two-way player, yes, okay. but because LeBron is the type of player that elevates like LeBron. Why doesn't he, elevate everybody? It's just his game. His his game. It, why can't nobody be like Magic? LeBron is the closest thing to Magic that we've mm-hmm. seen, right? Like it's just your 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 play style. LeBron's play style is to get everybody involved, and because he's so physically gifted and right. dominant, when I need to, there's nothing you can do about me, and then I got everybody else going, so what you going to do now, right? When you look at KD, seven-foot shooting guard with handle and just a, a tremendous IQ, what are you going to do? Like, he's just the ultimate scoring option. Mm-hmm. Kawhi is a little bit of everything. Like, Think about it. He's really great at a lot of things, but not outside of maybe clutch factor. What What is he exceptional at? The defense. I, I, I give him the mm-hmm. defense. But offensively, what is he exceptional? Like, he's not an exceptional three-point shooter. He's not an exceptional mid-range guy. He knows how to get to his mm-hmm. he, He's like Tim Duncan. Like, what was Tim Duncan exceptional at? Fundamentals. You look at Kawhi, he's just a guard version of Tim Duncan. And we give Tim Duncan all his praise. Yeah, but Tim Duncan was unstoppable. You can stop Kawhi. But I don't think Kawhi is unstoppable. But yet. can you say that after the, this playoff run that we've seen? Now, I think that if he does it back to back, like next, if they win a championship next year, or even if they don't win a championship, but they get far in the playoffs, Kawhi has the same run he had this year. Then you can, then I'm ready to concede. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. it's just now. I mean, and I mean, you know, you obviously know how I feel about Kawhi, and it's not me shitting on Kawhi, but. It's just like everybody's ready to elevate him in the top tier. And I'm just saying context kind of matters. Like Steph Curry was unstoppable even if they would have lost that first uh, title. Like you mm-hmm. could see that there's nothing you could do with them. You could see mm-hmm. there was nothing you could do with they could do with Clay. You could see special on that team. Mm-hmm. You know, with Kawhi, I think he, he had a great run. It was magical. I don't know, man. I feel like you're marginalizing him a little bit. I don't know, man. Because, because he had a special run, but because what, what what you're trying to quantify is impact, right? And the guys that you mm-hmm. name, uh, pretty boy from Golden State, uh, Steph, and LeBron, Clay. KD, right? Yeah. Where do they primarily impact the game? 
offense. Offense scoring, yeah. Kawhi primarily impacts the game defensively with timely shots. He don't dominate the game offensively most nights, right? Like, can he? He, he went. I don't want to say he went in reverse, but he kind of did go in reverse, right? Where, um, where his whole thing was defense. Hey, how you doing? Uh, defense turned into offense is what Kawhi did. He kind of went backwards. He became an offensive weapon. Um, I'm not trying to marginalize the brother. I, I, I don't want to feel that. Ah, man, I don't know, man. I just don't. He he's not. He'll probably go down as a Hall of Famer, yes. Of course. Um, he just doesn't come across as unstoppable to me yet. Like, Paul George, when he's – you can you know, okay, yeah, you ain't doing anything with that. When, when Paul George was healthy? Yeah, but, again, I, you're looking at it from an offensive standpoint. With the Stephs, LeBron, KD, Paul George do offensively, Kawhi does defensively. What's up, man? What's that, that's where Kawhi dominates again. He, yeah, he, and like I said, yeah, like I was saying earlier, he turned himself into an offensive player right. to assist the defense. Mm-hmm. And that's why his label oh is two-way player. Because he's good enough offensively where he's going to get you 20 easy. Mm-hmm. And some nights, if he has to, he'll get you 35 for him. He, he can do that. It's, just, it's, not, it's not natural to him. I think he's self-aware to know he can't carry the load by himself. 100%. That's why he went and got Paul George. 100%. Not on the offensive end. Right. Yeah. I can't give you. He's not mellow when Melo had the break. He, he's, he's not that guy. If he knows that, he's like, look, bro, I'm going to give you 20, 25. I, I can do that. And I can get to my spots that I can do that. You need me to be MJ. You need me to be Brown. I can't do that. But you need to like this guy. You need to like that guy. I can do that. He'll dominate the game. Well, offensively, it's not. So, so if you're trying to compare Kawhi's offense to these other great players' offense, hell no. There's a whole bunch of guys I put in front of Kawhi. But then when you add what he does defensively to what he can do offensively, then that ele- that puts him. Then his, his his him signing to a team elevates them automatically to t- title contender. Say, for instance, Paul George wasn't there. Are we looking at the Clippers as a title contender? Yes, but not the favorite. Not the favorite. They 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 would they would have been bunched in with everybody else. I would say playoff team, not title contender. But the West, outside of the Lakers and Portland, who else is better than them in the West? I mean, we looked at Houston. Maybe Houston, but but but, but, but okay, but but Houston's a one man band. If you say Kawhi. Make sure James don't get past 25 tonight. You don't think Kawhi can do that? No. Whoa. No. Whoa. No, I don't. I, I, as much as I criticize James Harden, man, he going he gonna to get his points on Kawhi. He going to wear Kawhi ass out. No. Yes. <laughs> you, 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 you know why I know that's some bullshit, Ken? Because, and, and here's the thing, these top-tier scores, sometimes getting a... For them to get 30 is still a win for the defense because they probably took 32 shots to get that 30. And James Harden probably would do that. But did you see the game? And I vividly remember this because me, it was uh, Rochelle's homegirl's birthday Fantasia. We went to the Cedars in Midtown. Mm-hmm. And it was when OKC in Houston was playing. And PG was putting the clank clanks on James Harden. James Harden still had 28, 30s. It was part of the 30-point streak. He still scored 30-plus. 
But that shit was hard, bro. That was really hard. And I think that that's what Kawhi does. And, and Kawhi's a, a step and a half above PG in terms of the of, of a defender. So I'm not saying that he's going to shut down James Harden to the point where James Harden's going to get like 20, 22. But even if James Harden gets 30 plus, he's going to shoot. It's going to be a difficult. Time. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 okay. Like, I would concede that. Like it, it, you're gonna earn it. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're gonna earn this thirty. Like James Harden mentally has to say, "I'm gonna go get thirty, and he's just gonna have to do it. But by him doing that, it disrupts everything mm. else. And that and that's the value in Kawhi. And that's why I say even without PG, like outside of Port- because Portland just has too much now. Um, outside of the Lakers, he's got too much. Houston would be the next team, right? That that I would say is in that. In that ballpark of a contender, just right? But if they just if yeah, the Clippers just had Kawhi, they can beat Houston. And I was gonna say I would put Houston, I would put the Clippers over Houston because of their flaws offensively in the playoffs. You know, so that put them what third, third or fourth with third just fourth? Kawhi. Now you add PG to that shit. It's them and the Lakers in the West. That's for you know and. and and PG can handle that offensive load. Hey, bro, go, go, go to your 30, your 40. I'll give my 18, 20. I'm going to go lock down this guy. You lock down that guy. Hey, Pat Bev, who you got? You know, like, it is, I'm telling you, man, that team, the way that they're constructed is going to be crazy. And here's the thing. They got the coach in, bro. So I, he ain't on the court, though. But you know what? He done done his job. But I don't think his job is done. Okay. I think he might still swing a trade or two, might get an asset or two, might get a second round pick that, you know, we might marginalize it in the moment. Come he's going to have to, you're right, because he's going to have to replace some of those assets they gave up and some of those guys have to be gone. So he's going to catch somebody slipping. Somebody's going to be desperate and he's going to catch him slipping. He's going to get one of those five picks back. Watch him get like Jackson. But if Detroit go ahead and get Russell Westbrook, you can share, you can share I'm pretty sure Reggie don't want to be up under that whole well, thing again, right? Mm-hmm. Pistons might buy him out. They might do something. That, bro. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those are the type of moves. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know what's going to happen with Goran. Um, because if OKC picks them up, why are they going to want Goran? They're going to want to be as bad as possible. Uh, and also, they're going to want uh, Gilgis Alexander to get as much money. Yeah, as so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it, 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 there's going to be a guy or two, maybe, that is currently overrated or maybe underrated, that I think that the GO GM do some things. And all of a sudden, it's like, damn, we got him too. Because they, they need a backup point guard now. Mm-hmm. And I have another one. You know? Yeah, that's right. Man, I'm just, like, just, just think about it, Ken. Let's say you take PG out, you know, it's, it, it, and, and we already know how, how Doc is with rotations and system yeah. and style. Like, just tell me, like, where where do you have a lapse? Because you take PG out, you put Lou in. What changes? Size. But that's it. That defense. That little, you took out you take Kawhi out, boom, you put PG back in. Because we'll see a lot of low management. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you, you know what? I, I think you're going to see a lot of what D'Antoni did with Houston, where you're not going to see PG and Kawhi play a lot together until the fourth quarter when it's money time. I just think that, yes, adding Paul George and Kawhi is, is huge and it significantly changes that team. But 
I think people could be falling into the Boston Celtics trap. No, where, this is different. <sighs> somewhat, because everybody had them in the finals because they got to the Eastern Conference Finals the year before. Mm-hmm. This feels like people are making that same argument. Man, they took Golden State to six games. That was a fluke. Difference. So, so let me break it down, right? Okay. Because you know how we be talking about windows, championship windows. We also got to look at age of players, right? And Boston's young core, right, is all between 19 and 21. Okay. Jalen, Jason, Terry. Well, Terry's like 22, 23 now, but still. Uh, early 20s. Mm-hmm. Shit, who else they had that was just like dumb? They got another guy. I can't think. Of. But those three main guys, right? The, the core of what got him to the West, to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Then you add Al Horford. He he my age. You add uh, Kyrie. He's closer to 30 than 20. Mm-hmm. You add Gordon Hayward. Closer to 30 than 20. Coming off an injury. Okay. Coming off an injury. Looking at all it. Right. Marcus Smart is. Getting older, but the Marcus Smart is a good guy. Don't matter, right? Like he, it doesn't matter. But you look at young core, old core. There's a disconnect there, and then they didn't have a guy like a LeBron or maybe even a Kawhi or somebody that can bridge that gap to get everybody on the same page. That's the reason why Boston had a problem. It wasn't a talent thing, and it wasn't even a coaching thing. It was a disconnect thing. Their perspective was on Boston how to approach championship level basketball was completely different. And Kyrie isn't the type of leader to bring you along. He was trying to tell you, you know what I'm saying? And then his play didn't always exemplify leadership. Right, like if you follow LeBron in the way he plays, well, shit, we did not follow him. He's leading by example. He does everything we need to do, and I mean, he's human. He's not gonna make every fucking play. He's gonna take some play. We know that, but he can lead by example. Kyrie can't do that. When you look at the Clippers, who's the young player? Zuba. Motherfucker, go get some rebounds, bro. Ball and hole. That's his thing, that's grab it. ball, ball, That's and it. You know what I'm saying? You look at Beverly. Journeyman had to earn everything to get where he's at. Got it out the mud. What's he going to say? Nothing. PG, right? We know PG as a talent because when he started to emerge in Indiana, he's the only guy I've seen LeBron give that to during the playoff, bro. To this day, I've only, that's the only guy I've seen. Right? So we we already know. And he's he's closer, closer to 30. Kawhi, closer to 30. Lou Will, closer to 30. Everybody, Montrez is, a, is 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 young, but go put the ball in the hole, but you you're not a skilled player. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody else is either had to work extremely hard to get there, or they're already close to the they're, they're they're ready to win. So that's the reason why I think that this roster, from an age perspective, um, and also from getting on the same page to get that one goal accomplished, they're going to be more on the same page. Blue collar versus privilege. And and as much as I love Brad Stevens, Doc is proven. Stevens is still proving himself. You know what I'm saying? So what Doc may say to somebody doesn't hold the same weight as coming from Brad Stevens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, and then let's be honest, ownership. Just better, like the owner. You know, I don't even know who owns the bosses. Ballmer, most money. You, you already tell. Like as soon as he got there, everything's gonna change. You know what I'm saying? And then just think about how many organizations. You know, like Ballmer came in, hired Doc to run everything. VP, GM, head coach, all of this. How many organizations 
you know, they would have went through everything with Doc and then got rid of Doc. The only thing you're mad about down here. How many organizations come with size that to be like, hey, Doc? Uh, yeah, yeah a lot. Just going to be the head coach. you still going to have a word, but you're just the head coach. I think that's the only thing. That's, that's the, come on, so, come on. You, you know Doc has a big ass I mean, ego. I mean, like, uh, like you know, I know. Like, he, he ha- you have to have a big ass ego for you to take Boston I mean, you know, and, and, and win a championship your first year and go through the ringer of Orlando. Remember, he was an Orlando Magic coach when it was supposed to be T Mac and this So he he's almost got it out the way. Think about it. He wasn't real, real high. Was he a first round pick? Yeah, he was a first round pick with Atlanta. But like, it wasn't like Doc was a star. Like he had to earn it. And then for him to get all of that control, then it get usurped, and then you bring in Go GM and then all these other people, and it still works, bro. Like, like I just think that the Clippers are ready to become more relevant. Just overall, from the owner to the head coach to their two star players to to everybody that's on that roster, where the Celtics didn't have that. The self, the young Celtics felt entitled to get the minutes, to get the responsibility, and Kyrie and the older ones were saying, "You didn't earn it yet." Well, what do you mean we didn't earn it? We're we, Eastern Conference Finals without y'all. That's where that tension came from. I don't think the Clippers have that same mindset. Yeah. They're, 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 they're just valid points indeed, and I, but I just still somewhat feel the analysis somewhat off. And maybe it's the recency of the moment. Maybe it's seeing Paul George couldn't beat LeBron. Why has? So maybe this is Paul George's version of Kevin Durant. I don't know. You know, and uh, I mean, Doc Rivers is beating LeBron in the playoffs. Um, so I think there's there's that, but I don't know, man. I, I'm just I'm just uh, tempering my expectations. No, I feel you. I mean, you know. and, and I also agree with, with Stephen A. Yeah, I think if you look at dynamic dude, A.D. Brown, give me A.D. Brown over Kawhi. That's, the, that's been the other thing that I've been looking at. However, yeah, completely the that. rest of those pieces <laughs> <pieces, laughs> <and laughs> are more than A.D. Like Kawhi and P.G. with the Clippers feels... Yeah. Oh, like it's gonna work. Like it's gonna be a smoother transit. It's just like when um, Golden State got uh, KD. Even when they got Boogie, mm-hmm. it, it was just like okay, put him in the Cool. And we've seen this before with LeBron, right? And adding another superstar team and getting Brandon. Everybody gotta adjust to Brown. You know what I'm saying? It, because it's always been Brown centric. So everybody's game has to adjust. Even though they got a whole bunch of catching shooters, and AD is the most you know skillful big that Brown has ever played with, mm-hmm. right? Because Chris Bosh couldn't come down, boom, boom, crossover pull up. Like, no, that was it. Kev, uh, definitely not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit, who, what other skipper? Ain't nobody else doing that. I'll put it you like this. He's never played with a guy like AD. They're playing with a guy like Boogie. Because so. even Boogie now is more skillful than those two guys were. So so I I don't know what that looks like. I don't like like and just think about how like when D Wade and Brown first got together. And they were kind of like, okay, your turn. Yeah, but that but that was it was different because that was Wade's team. That's true. They're not coming to this is not anybody's team but LeBron's. Okay. So what if they do like you go, Brown? AD is somewhat And he's passing Yes So so, so, So he fits Boogie may not No, 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 no But 
other thing is, is that your second player, you shouldn't have to charge up, right? Like, I, I just, and obviously the numbers speak for that. Uh, that's a fun group. I'm just saying AD will fall in line. Wade didn't have to fall in line because he wanted title without him, so he was already the top dog. That's Actually, true, but, but and an alpha. AD, AD comes across as a beta, not an alpha. But He'll fall in line with LeBron. But, I think LeBron's teach him that though. But 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 I think for LeBron, a LeBron-led team to win, there has to be two alphas on the squad. Because because you could have got rid of KD. LeBron and Kyrie could win you championships. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just, I don't know where AD is in terms of his mentality. His mentality, closing clutch. Like, like he's never been put in these positions. Maybe he is. He is. To this. He is. Maybe he might be LeBron. Remember, LeBron had to develop that that skill set, that mental skill set. He has it, but then, then, yeah. but that—that's what gives me a little bit of pause in terms of how seamless the Lakers should be because I still have question marks about AD. You know, in, in terms of big game situations, not the talent. Come on, he's top five talent. He's there, but. What has I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And I think that's why that's where I think LeBron will help elevate him to that. Because it's clear as day that LeBron is prepping him to be the guy. Of course. You know just like he was prepping Kyrie. Yeah. But here's the thing though, right? Like Kyrie ain't went shit before LeBron went back, right? When we but I knew, I don't know how many other people knew, but I knew that like Kyrie wasn't a no. Like Kyrie wanted this thing. He just he didn't he didn't have the leadership. He didn't have the physical ability to elevate everybody to mm-hmm. get you to the promised land. But Kyrie's the guy that's like, hey, bro, we need one shot. Okay, did Kyrie Is AD? We know Bron is not that. Mm-hmm. Bron is. I'm gonna make the right play. Right. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do. You know, y'all gonna criticize me, but I'm gonna do what I think is right. AD needs to be the guy. Can't nobody guard me. Give me the damn ball. We're gonna win this game. Bron don't have nobody on like that on the squad. And I just that's what I have to question. Okay, so who's like that? Uh, the the advantage that I give the Clippers over the Lakers mm-hmm. is what we discussed earlier, defense. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Lakers roster more. But yeah, that defense, like them dogs they have over there, I think gives them a significant advantage, especially at LeBron's compromised age. Mm-hmm. Level. Yep. That's that's it. Yep. But that's where all the other guys should come in and step up. Cool's got that mentality. But who who but cool cool cool's has Alpha mentality without without an alpha skill set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a problem. And, yeah. and think about it, he he's gonna have to fall in line, bro. Like like he made. He's just happy he's still on the Lakers. He is. So I think he he'll fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> However, bro, it's like you know, like, oh, just man. think about it. Like where, where does this mentally, where does Boogie think his pecking order is? I think he's just trying to get back to that big money. So I think he's he'll be okay with just with falling in line. I think he really learned a lot. Everything. Out of Golden State. Yeah. I, I, I and I yeah. think that he would have got a bigger payday if he didn't get the torn quad. Yep, I, I completely that, agree. I, I don't know if he would have got max money, but he would have got 10, 15. Because look at Boogie. He's been fine since he left Sacramento and went to a win, winning organization. He hasn't caused any problem. Um, so, but who has that mentality on the Clippers? Lou Will, I know he has it. Um, Kawhi was forced to have it. Paul George 
has it with little success. Yeah. So I mean, uh, but, but here, but here again, like I think that Kawhi has proven he has that killer mentality. Um, that stretch that he went on, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Where, where, yeah. No, where yeah. We, um, where, where we gave Nick Nurse a lot of flack for calling that timeout. Kawhi was trying to put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, he got that killer in him. He has silent assassin. I take so, that back. So, so that's that's why I'm not worried about the Clippers. And, and we've seen PG go through that too. You know, I I, I think in more recent times we've seen Kawhi. You know, because but again, is that because he had to do it, or is that because that's who he is? You're, he was the only guy on that team. Who else was going to do it? I think that. <laughs> It's part it of him as a basketball but player, but you'll never know that of him based off of the person he is. Yeah. The basketball player version of Kawhi, yes. The per- because, look, man, like, when AI walked into the room, when Jordan Kobe walked into the room, oh, yeah, man, just get him in the ball. I don't know what he does, right? Like, you don't even got to see him play. His person, like, how they come into, how they just command that attention. Even Brian, right? Kawhi, you don't get that one. Right. Funny laugh and shit. Yeah. But when he gets on that court, that's a different motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And you can just tell, man. I think he has it. I don't want to say that he always had it. I think that... San Antonio had to cultivate it a little bit. They had to bring it out of him because because I I definitely think he was somebody that was always in his shell. I think San Antonio was a perfect incubator for him because they didn't need that from him right away. He saw the right way to do it, right? And then now when he got his own team, it was like, okay, I don't have a pop system. I don't have the three Hall of Famers to hold me back. Like, it's on me. We gonna win. It's on me. And I think that he rose up to that challenge, you know, and I think he proved to people like you that I am the guy. And then even think about the the, the off-season moves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Kawhi is the guy. I think that him and PG and the Clippers are going to, it's going to look seamless. I'm telling you, they're going to go out there. I think, I'll put it to you like this. I'm going to say that they're going to have the best record in the NBA. And I think that the first month of the season, it, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna look, it's gonna look so unfair. I think the first month of the season is gonna look unfair. People are gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Like, who the hell? Who allowed this shit? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Clippers are gonna be a problem. Wait, he's still injured. They're, they're gonna be a major problem. Oh no, no I think it's a problem. What's good? Are we setting up your lunch Oh, uh, I, I know you're high on the Lakers, bro. Uh, but Josh left the mic. I'm not as high as I'm, I mean. I'm just when I I'm high when I compare the two. I just like their recovery. Yes, that was a good recovery. Plan, I was worried. Kawhi was playing. Their plan B that they execute. Yeah, they execute. This is this is the best they could have made their team given the circumstances. Yeah, because I'm I'm definitely concerned about their defense. I am concerned about their defense. Yes, because the only two guys you really have that are defensive guys, Bradley and AD, and then Bradley really has the last two. Exactly. Yeah. But the the good thing about Avery, Avery's still like between 26 and 28 though. Mm-hmm. So he's still physically supposed to be in his prime. I know he's been battling injuries and shit like that, but you know, 
Yeah. That's why I'm worried. Troy Daniels. So what are we talking yeah. about? Rondo ain't the same Rondo. Man. I don't even know who they gonna stop, and then do they have yeah. the five yeah. yeah. Right, which I think they have the shooting team, but it ain't it ain't uh, JJ. It ain't, yeah. it ain't Clay in the corner. Yeah, so so they got shooters, but they don't have money. That's like yeah, I don't care what I'm doing. Right, uh, yeah. the other guy. I come off for Danny Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come off for Troy Dan. I come off for They don't have a guy that. You have to stay mm-hmm. that genuinely yeah, creates that space, right? Because fighting if I'm a coach, I don't care what other shooters you got out there. I'm no helping bro. Until he makes two or three in a row, help off of him. Wow. When we see what that turn was in the playoffs, you didn't know where to be. He looked like Mike Miller out there. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. worried about it. Not worried. We need to try to figure out how to, you know, Kyle Corbett gets on his bike. All right. Yeah, you gotta get caught for it. You gotta get that. He 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 don't show up in the playoffs either. Oh no, I'm so. That's my thing. All right, let me. I, I do that. Yeah. I do that. <laughs>